This program is intended for informational and educational purposes only. All views and opinions expressed are the views and opinions of the individuals and sponsors presenting them, and not the LTB network. Enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another exciting edition of Sovereign BTC, your guide to the practical side of everyday Bitcoin use. This is episode number 13. It's called All About Mining, and you guessed it, folks, it's all about Bitcoin mining. We start the show with the second edition of Into the Mines, a twice-monthly segment taking an in-depth look at the mining game from SHA-256 to script mining. We cover the latest from the script ASIC world. We bring you a couple of mining tools that will help up your game, and we cover some of the latest news from the Bitcoin and script coin mining front. We then chat with Stephen Wilkinson of Austin Bitcoin and Cowboy Mining. We discuss his views on the state of crypto mining, the value of script mining over Bitcoin mining, his take on a number of different mining manufacturers, and more. Strap yourself in, folks. If you're a miner or just a crypto enthusiast, you're sure to learn more about the important role that mining plays in the cryptocurrency world. We hope you enjoy the show. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and bring you the second edition of Into the Mines. Greetings, Bitcoin enthusiasts and crypto miners. John Bush here for another informative edition of Into the Mines. On today's mining report, we take a look at the latest and greatest from the Scriptcoin ASIC world. We share with you a couple of tools to help you in your mining escapades. And finally, we hit you with some news items from the front lines of the mining game. So put on your hard hats and strap yourself in as we take you into the mines. Before we go any further, let's do the numbers. At the time of this reporting on April 24th, 2014, Bitcoin is trading on Bitstamp for $491 with a high of 494 and a low of 480. The overall network hash rate is 52,731,863 gigahash. The current network difficulty is set at 6,978,842,650. That's up 14% from the last difficulty reconfiguration. Support for Into the Mines comes from ASICMiners.com, which is soon launching. Join their mailing list to be informed when it goes live. ASICMiners.com will be your one-stop source for all the details about the latest ASIC mining gear. Join the ASIC mining community at ASICMiners.com. Support also comes from Bitmain Technology, creators of the newly released Antminer S2 Bitcoin Miner, 1 terahash and only 1,000 watts. Order yours online today at bitmaintech.com. Getting started today, we're going to take a look at some new script ASIC miners that have recently come onto the market. We're going to start by looking at the Grid Seed Blade. Each one of them does 5 mega hash, 5.2 mega hash is what they say on the specs. It's comprised of two different blades, each one having 40 of these Grid Seed chips, the same chips that were found in the Grid Seed Minis. There were five of them in the Grid Seed Minis. These particular units have 80, 40 on each blade. They do 5 mega hash, and it's reported that they do around 70 watts per blade, so that's a total of around 140, although I've talked to some people that have used them already, and they say that they clock in at a little less power than that. It's also being reported on the crypto mining blog that the fans are rather loud. However, they do the job well uh, as the machines are kept 
cool enough to run efficiently. Now, the price of these machines is around $1,600, give or take $100 or so. They're available for shipment immediately. You can find them on websites such as gawminers.com or hash-master.com, also uh, minereu.com as well. And originally they came out, they were priced around $3,000, which was a pretty high price point. It was actually uh, more affordable to get the equivalent hashing power by buying the Gridseed Minis. But about a week or two ago, the price dropped down to around $1,600. It was said to be for a promotion, but it looks like that's the permanent sticking price now. So check out these Gridseed Blades. It's a good opportunity to get some significant hashing power in the script world and to get that hashing power now, of course, which is really important. Next, let's take a look at the KNC Titan. This is a machine that uh, really seeks to disrupt the script world. Originally, when they uh, allowed for these pre-orders, they were offering 100 mega hash. Since then, they put out an update saying it's going from 100 to 250 mega hash. This, again, is from KNC Miners, which has a pretty good reputation. And just recently, on April 16th, they released another update stating that it's now 300 mega hash. These units are on pre-order for $10,000. They are said to be shipping in quarter two or quarter three. Only time will tell. However, KNC does have a pretty good reputation for shipping things on time and over-delivering. Now, in addition to the performance increase that was included on their newsletter from April 16th, they also announced that they're offering a Mini Titan. This is a unit that uh, is... Just like the Titan, however, it does less power. It's selling for $5,500. It's also on pre-order for quarter two and quarter three. And it'll do a minimum of 150 mega hash. So it's about half of the power, a little bit more than half of the price. And those are also on pre-order for quarter two or quarter three. Another announcement that came from KNC on that same date is that they are now offering a third batch of their Neptune Bitcoin miners, which do three terahash, and those are now selling for $6,000, which is a pretty good price there to get you some significant hash power in the Bitcoin world. Let's move on. Uh, Alpha Technology has a new development update. Uh, this is from Coindesk.com. They initiated their script uh, ASIC tapeout, and it looks like it's pretty significant, the power that they're projecting. Alpha Technology revised its spec and bumped up the hash rate for its script miners last month. The company was supposed to launch two units, a 5 mega hash miner and a 25 mega hash miner, but now it said the miners will deliver 16 mega hash and 90 mega hash, respectively. Again, that was from Coindesk.com. They have two units they're offering, the Viper 16 mega hash. It's 160 watts, and it's selling for $2,266. This is actually a British company, so they have it denominated in pounds, but it, the equivalent amount there in dollars is 2266 for the 16 mega hash. The Viper 90 mega hash uses 900 watts, and it's selling for 9151 Now, finally, we want to chat about another... Uh, system, another manufacturer we have here. This is Zeus Integrated Systems. You can find them at ZeusMiner.com. Now, they have some units they say are going to be shipping in May. They claim to be the first to ship script-only ASICs. However, it seems like the Gridseed Blade, it only does script, so that would actually have beat them out. However, you'll see it splashed all over their website. Big first. They're really proud of that. Now, they're offering uh, several different products, uh, the first of which is what they call the Lightning. And the Lightning is around 72 mega hash. They're going to be offering that particular unit. 72 mega hash, 960 watts. It's four blades, and that one's selling for 10,000 uh, USD. 
that's going to be shipping in May is, is what they are claiming. Uh, they also have a Thunder unit. It's 36 mega hash. That one is around 480 watts. It's going to cost you $5,500. I've never heard of this company before, so can't really judge on their reputation. They have the Cyclone. That's 18 mega hash. Now that's going to be selling for around $3,000. And finally, they have the Blizzard. It's a 1.2 mega hash machine, only 12 watts. And that one's going to be selling for $200. So there you have it, folks. Just a quick little roundup of some of the machines coming out in the script ASIC world. We started with the Grid Seed Blade, which is something that you can get immediately. It's 5 mega hash. Those are selling for around $1,600. It's 80 of the Grid Seed chips included in that particular piece of machine. Machinery. We chatted about the KNC Titan, which we'll keep you up to date. It should be coming out quarter two or quarter three. Hopefully there are no delays on that unit. They increased the power from 250 to 300, a whopping 300 mega hash. That's really going to shake, shake up the script world when those uh, units come out. And of course, they launched the Mini Titan. Alpha Technology did their tape out, which is pretty exciting. Looks like they have some pretty... Um, Pretty good machines there to offer. And then Zeus Mining. These machines will be available for delivery in May. They have several different ones to choose from, starting at 72 mega hash on their high end, all the way down to 1.2 mega hash on the low end. Next, I want to chat about a couple tools you can utilize for your mining game in order to up the ante. The first one comes from the Crypto Mining blog, which is an excellent blog. They're constantly putting out new posts and keeping their readers up to date on what's going down in the Bitcoin and Scriptcoin mining world. Uh, the first one is something that came out on April 17th. It's an article, Where to Keep Track of Upcoming Crypto Coin Launches. It actually lists out three different calendars. These calendars will keep you up to date on when these different cryptocurrencies and altcoins are having their launches. Of course, many people are aware it's a good opportunity for miners to get in at the ground floor. If these coins take off, you have the opportunity to get some really serious increase in your profitability from these coins taking off. Of course, it's a big gamble. Some of them could never take off. Uh, some of them could crash and burn, and many of them do. And as you'll see from checking out these different calendars, uh, there's quite a few altcoins that are coming out. The first one is altcoincalendar.info, and it seems to have the best user interface. Pretty slick-looking website, very sophisticated. That's altcoincalendar.info. Then you could go to uh, cryptolaunch.net. This one's a little more simpler with the traditional calendar setup. And then coincalendar.eu seems to use a uh, Google Calendar interface. So, folks, if you want to keep up to date on the latest and greatest in the altcoin world, find out when these coins are launching. Check out these websites. That's altcoincalendar.info, cryptolaunch.net, and coincalendar.eu. I want to give a big shout-out to the Crypto Mining blog for uh, tipping me off on these wonderful calendars. I'll be staying up to date on that front. Another awesome tool that I saw recently, this is in beta mode. It's for miners only. It's in beta mode. So hop on board with them and test it out. It's minectrl.com, mine control, minectrl.com. Essentially, this tool works with most of the popular mining pools. It allows you to plug in their little API code, and you have a variety of different uh, tools that you have at your disposal. First, you can take control of your mining operation with mining analytics. There's a pretty sig significant, uh, sophisticated dashboard there. You can chart your mining performance across all the different pools that you're involved in. You could track Bitcoin prices across all of the different exchanges that uh, you may be exchanging for. And one of the coolest things, I think, it can send you alerts via email and other sources if some of your miners go down. Of course, it's a big problem that miners face. 
Uh, they'll be out enjoying their day, maybe out on a wedding anniversary or something, and lo and behold, half of their mining equipment has gone down. They're missing out on money. This will be able to alert you through your smartphone or other means that your equipment has gone down, so you can go ahead and check that out. So again, that's minectrl.com, mine control. Not mind control, but mine control, minectrl.com. Check it out. They're taking on users. It is free. It's in beta mode, so you definitely want to give that a look. And now for some news from the Bitcoin mining world. We have a couple articles and a couple tidbits here to share with you. Cointerra is announcing their 5,000th Terra miner sold. They're having a celebration sale that you can take advantage of. Now, uh, Cointerra, they had a couple hit a couple road humps along the way in uh, announcing and pushing out their miners. They originally said they were going to be 2 Terra hash. Turns out they actually mined at around 1.6 Terra hash. So there's a lot of people upset about that. Still a pretty good product, and now they're doing this celebration sale. Some people think they're celebrating their 5,000th miner sold. Other people think they have a lot of excess miners to sell because people return those. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the answer is to that question, but nonetheless, there's a great opportunity for you to take advantage of. They've sold their 5,000th miner, and here they have a little release. To celebrate shipping the 5,000th Terra miner, Cointerra has announced that the current specification Terra miner 4 will be available on sale on a first-come, first-served basis for a limited time at an incredible price of just $4,799 after a $1,200 instant discount of 20% with the following coupon code. We're going to go ahead and read you that coupon code here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Write it down and check it out while it's still available. That's T-M-I-V-5-K. One more time, that's T-M-I-V-5-K. That'll allow you to get a 1.6 TeraHash TeraMiner 4 from Cointera for just $4,800, which is not too shabby at all. It's a pretty decent price. And these are shipping immediately. No more pre-orders. No more waiting, ladies and gentlemen. These are shipping immediately for you and your mining enjoyment. So check that out at Cointerra.com. Maybe a good investment if you're looking to get in the game, uh, late in the game, but uh, that's a decent price there, and there's no pre-order. You'll be able to get that immediately. Finally, we want to close down with some pretty cool news here. Speaking of Cointerra, there was a headline, New York City Bitcoin Center now selling Cointerra Bitcoin mining hardware. So there's an awesome Bitcoin center. Uh, this is from newsbtc.com. There's a Bitcoin center that's uh, down near Wall Street, actually. I really want to check that out next time in New York City. And they are now a little bit of a retail outlet. They're selling these units, the Cointera units. They're also selling theirs for $4,800 there. Um, so this particular meeting space, they also do sales of Bitcoin. They even open up a little trading floor. Uh, they are now offering the Cointerra miners for anyone there in New York City or the New York area to come pick them up. There's a quote here from the article, again, on NewsBTC. We are delighted that Cointerra, America's leading Bitcoin mining hardware company, has chosen Bitcoin Center NYC, America's premier Bitcoin retail showcase, as the first physical location to sell the Terra Miner 4 from stock, said Nick Spanos, Spanos, who heads the center. They are open seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Wow, must be... Pretty busy down there, and they're now carrying the Terra Miner in addition to being a wonderful source, a meeting place, and an information space for everything Bitcoin-related. Well, there you have it, folks. This has been Into the Minds, the second edition. I hope you enjoyed all the great information we had. We chatted about the latest and greatest from the Scriptcoin ASIC world. We hit you with a couple tools you can use to up your mining game. And finally, we hit you with a couple news headlines from the mining world. I want to thank you for tuning in. This is John Bush signing off. Happy mining. 
Well, that was fun. I hope you enjoyed it. It's informative and entertaining at the same time, I like to think. We got a lot of really good feedback about the first end of the mines. You can find that on SovereignBTC.com or check it out on Let'sTalkBitcoin.com. You can hear the show on the Let's Talk Bitcoin podcast network. You can also hear us on LRN.FM. That's a Liberty Radio Network. I want to give a shout out to all the listeners listening up in New Hampshire, across the state, and across the world as well. Uh, without further ado, folks, we're going to go ahead and hit you with this week's featured interview. I sat down with Stephen Wilkinson. He's a good friend of mine, and I consider him a mentor. I've learned a lot about mining from him and a lot about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin in general. He's also doing a lot of great work on the merchant services front, signing up businesses here in the state of Texas with BitPay. And I think he's a good man. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's got a lot of great insights. We chat with him for about 30 minutes about Bitcoin mining. So as I said at the beginning of the program, this isn't just a conversation for miners. We try to dive deep into the broader implications that mining has for the network security and the good of the network as a whole. So if you're into mining, you'll especially like it. But if you're just a cryptocurrency enthusiast in general, I hope that you take away how important mining truly is. And we also go over some tips and some great information that Stephen has up in his head. So without further ado, folks, here is the interview I conducted with Stephen Wilkinson of Austin Bitcoin and Cowboy Mining. Stephen, why don't you start by telling us how you first got into Bitcoin? Well, I just I built my first computer that I actually didn't really have a had to stick to a budget, so I was able to get the you know the best case I could find, the best video card I could find, best processor at the time. You know, just wanted to max out the memory, just got everything I wanted to have within a computer, just to finally have a computer that I could do anything that, could poss- that I could possibly think of. Nice. And played a few games with it, but it turned out you know I was. Maybe playing a game maybe once a week, and so I mean, really wasn't into that. So I had this you know, five hundred dollar video card sitting in there. And I'm like, man, this is just this is burned a hole in my pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, what am I going to do? And then I found this you know online forum called BitcoinTalk.org. Started kind of you know roaming around there and found out that hey, this video card can actually start making money. And so you know turned it on and started making this thing called Bitcoin. And pretty soon I made enough that it paid off the video card. And then you know a few. Weeks later, it almost paid for the computer itself. So nice. I thought, yeah, this is something that you know actually has some potential. Nice. And so I figured, I like building things with hardware. I like putting stuff together. You know, this is definitely something that seems interesting. So I've been, you know, looking and trying to find the best, most efficient ways of putting together, you know, computers that can do the computational processing of the Bitcoin network. Awesome. Tell me what the exact role the miners play in securing the Bitcoin network. Yeah, the miners are what actually go in and verify the transaction as they occur on the network. They're the ones that are going to actually look at the wallet the Bitcoin's coming out of to make sure that wallet actually has Bitcoin. It's going to make sure that the wallet's being sent to actually is a legitimate wallet and actually Bitcoin can be sent to it. As well as uh, essentially making sure that all transactions are put into a block, which is part of the blockchain, which is essentially the backbone of the, the Bitcoin network. And so each miner is literally providing security, making sure that no one's committing fraud or double spins, and uh, making the entire network function. And uh, they get paid by the protocol itself mm-hmm. because the protocol uh, allows twenty. Right now, it's twenty-five Bitcoin per block, and that occurs every ten minutes. So it's definitely an incentive to start, you know, applying processing power to mm-hmm. help that network grow and be strong. Yeah, I think it's brilliant uh, to include an incentive into the, the protocol to make sure that people have an inclination to keep the, the computers going for uh, verification of the transactions. 
So uh, tell me, I know there's a, a bit of randomness and chance to receiving that reward. Can you tell us a little bit more about that exactly? Who who gets picked to receive the 25 Bitcoin well, reward? It's literally there. It's a race to figure out what random number or nonce the previous block was multiplied by. And so as the... Think of it as like a, an accounting ledger, a one page of that accounting ledger. As everything's being tallied up, and uh, one miner solves that block and you know puts their signature at the bottom of it, saying this is every transaction within this block is uh, is good and verified. That particular sign hash gets multiplied against that random number, and then the next page, everybody is trying to solve that random number because it can be easily verified by just backtracking to the previous page. And so you can verify it really easily, but it's really hard to get to. So Mm -hmm. that's where that 10-minute window comes into play. Mm. And so everybody that's participating within the Bitcoin network is going after that block. And as soon as one person or one miner uh, gives the right answer, they have solved the block. They get 25 Bitcoin. They get any... uh, transaction fees that are actually occur within there i mean right now it's you know fractions of pennies so it's not you know you're not really paying a whole bunch of transaction fees but there are some uh, very small transaction fees so the miner gets the 25 bitcoin at this time as well as the transaction fees and uh, any remainders or some services that only you know go out to four decimal places so there might be some small remainders again fractions of fractions of pennies mm-hmm. but it all kind of adds up as the incentive for somebody to provide processing power having to use you know actual electricity mm-hmm. cooling all those uh, infrastructure costs you know it gives them an incentive to keep those machines online making sure that this network is going to be strong so it's essentially they're almost like employees of a business and mm-hmm. the business is bitcoin yep and I'm the CEO. No. <laughs> so you've been in the mining game for quite some time since GPU miners were able to turn a profit. Uh, what are some of the big changes that you've seen besides the massive increase in difficulty? <laughs> yeah, the difficulty's gone crazy over the, the last few years. Uh, when I was in it uh, back in 2011, I mean, my one little video card was producing 1.6 Bitcoin a day. Nice. But, you know, at that time, it was trading for $4. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't, ooh, rich. <laughs> gone my you know, wildest dreams. But, you know, it was paying for the power. It was, you know, paying for the, the essentially, the, the video card itself. And so, you know, it was, it was doing okay. It was, it, was, it was a fun experiment at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really wasn't, you know, something I was going to see. I could see the potential, but course the network effect hadn't really taken off with that and mm-hmm. so it was literally we're just kind of playing around with this technology but then more and more people started participating because hey i can use my video card to make these things called bitcoin and then all of a sudden businesses started accepting it and so more and more people came into the network and then more minds got onto it and said you know what we have specialized hardware we could configure to do this processing and the first iteration with that was an fpga which was just a kind of a It's a standard uh, chipset that's in the marketplace. You probably have one in your computer that's programmed to do something. Mm -hmm. This one just happened to be programmed to do the mathematical computations that Bitcoin requires. And then from there, they've gone to ASICs, which is application-specific integrated circuits. And those are, you know, they're the Ferraris or the Lamborghinis or wherever you want to call it. They're the ones that are very purpose-built that will do the have the maximum efficiency at doing this particular process. Mm And so we've seen many iterations of those come out, more going to a smaller and smaller chip dies, going to more and more ca- uh, capability, going from a you know something that you can plug in for your desktop all the way to something that's now you know rack mountable in data centers where you need an entire you know data center location to have all this processing power. So it's it's really it's really come around. It's it's been 
quite interesting to see it go because all millions and millions of dollars have gone into it. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially now our network is backed up by you know a lot of private funding, which yeah. is a good thing to have you know security in it. Yeah. And uh, you know all the other altcoins that are coming along with it, we're starting to see the you know the emergence of now ASIC miners for script algorithms, and you know that's really going to strengthen all of those alt currencies such as Litecoin, Dogecoin. You know, like, you know, you just go down the list. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of uh, different alternatives. So, you know, people think that, oh, I missed the game on mining. Really, you haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still so much opportunity. I mean, if you wanted to get into Bitcoin mining, you may need a, a large bankroll. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now with the script mining ASICs that are coming out, you know, now somebody that, you know, maybe has $1,000, $2,000 could actually get in and make some money nice. or make some coin. And then you know, if the coin does what we're hoping it's doing mm-hmm. is more and more people participate and since there's only a finite amount of them the, the value is going to go up that's awesome. just you know simple economics can you describe the atmosphere kind of the culture surrounding the uh, emergence of the asics in the bitcoin world because i know there's a lot of people in the script coin world that are kind of freaking out some of them feel threatened by the asics coming on board maybe it's just people that think their gpu miners are going to be obsolete but w- yeah. was that atmosphere present when the asics started popping up in the bitcoin world oh absolutely yeah I and mean, people were like oh my gosh what am i going to do with my video card and oh you were just using a video card to make money i mean it's literally it's like an oil well you just go out and tap it and it's <laughs> producing now, of course, you know the ASICs are coming into play. You may not be able to point your video card directly at that same coin, but there's other coins that are coming out there that have different encryption algorithms that are a little bit more difficult to build an ASIC system. Mm-hmm. And so leave it to entrepreneurs. I mean, they're always going to find a way for other people to participate, and that's where you're going to start seeing emergences of other coins that have different uh, characteristics that allow those people with all those video cards to move into something different while the ASIC market will start to take it up. So, you know, you have a choice. You can participate by buying into ASICs and going forward, or, you know, if you have a whole bunch of video cards, you know, you can definitely sell them to gamers. I know gamers will always buy them, but uh, you can uh, also look at, you know, different coins that will use a different algorithm that will, you know, go to an open market like Cripsy or something and trade Mm -hmm. right into Litecoin, Bitcoin, whatever coin you want to. So there's definitely opportunity still there, and it's... It just kind of depends on if you want to participate or not, and that's what I like about it. It's all voluntary. There you go. There's Nobody's holding a gun to your head. Exactly. Um, let's talk about some of the script ASICs that are coming onto the market. You have some experience with the Gridseed units, both the Mini and now the Gridseed Blade that just came out. What are those products like, and is that something that you would recommend with someone that's just getting into the Bitcoin or script mining? Well, I really wouldn't recommend them for Bitcoin mining. It's just you're just not going to get enough processing power to uh, you know produce enough Bitcoin to make a difference. Now, in the script world, it's it's a different animal. Uh, the little minis that uh, the Gridseed put out, they only use seven watts uh, of power compared to you know Bitcoin miners. They're using gargantuan amounts of power. Mm-hmm. Or at seven watts, I mean that's not even a USB port. I mean, it's hmm. literally it's nothing and. So you could have a little miner just sitting there plugged into your desktop, your laptop, and just have it in the background just going. And, mm-hmm. you know, your power bill is not going to really look different in, as if you've got a whole bunch of Bitcoin miners going. So I really like the, you know, the lower power uh, requirements and the high processing capability when you compare it to what's already in the market, like a video card. You know, a video card produces, I mean, the, the top-end video card you'll spend $800,000 for will get you about 800 to 1,000 kilohashes. Or one of these little grid seed units, I mean, you get 350 kilohashes 
for seven watts. Mm-hmm. You know, a video card and a computer is going to use you know, 350 watts plus, and we mm-hmm. make a lot of heat. Yeah. These don't make as near as much heat either. So you know, down here in Texas, you know, we get, we're approaching the summer quite quickly, and you know, heat's a big factor here. And so that's I really like that aspect of it. And plus, it has a lower price point, so the barrier to entry is lower. You don't have to spend mm-hmm. you know five thousand, ten thousand dollars just to get one unit, and mm-hmm. hopefully you'll see a return. Uh, you know, these units are you know much uh, more reasonably priced. And now with these blade units, they essentially took a five chip set, which is in the minis, and moved it to an eighty chip set on two uh, boards within this blade uh, setup, and you can get a little over five mega hashes with one blade. And that's wow. that's phenomenal. I mean, you, if you tried to do that with video cards, I mean, that's you know ten, twenty video cards, depending on what video power. card you have. And then you have to worry about the power and the cooling, and you know, and then worry about the power bill when it comes mm-hmm. into that next month. And the setup configuration, and the configuration. You have to get motherboards. You have to get riser cards. I mean, there's all kinds of things you have to get. But these you know blade units, you plug them in, you put a USB to your computer or Raspberry Pi or whatever controller you want to use, turn them on, and you're, and you're making it. Awesome. Now, for someone that's looking to get into mining and trying to turn a profit on it, at this point with the Bitcoin difficulty the way it is, and let's assume the price of Bitcoin maybe goes up just a little bit, around 700 so it's currently a little less than 500 would you recommend avoiding the Bitcoin game altogether and hopping right into the script world? You know, it kind of depends on what their end game is. If you're really interested in Bitcoin and that's really where your forte wants to be, you know, I'm not going to tell somebody not to get into that, uh, but... In terms of you know trying to get into it to make profit, it's it's be hard to say to do that just because you're going to have to put in quite a bit of capital to make a dent in the the way the Bitcoin world is right now. It's in professional organizations. I mean, we have people, you know, essentially acquiring entire data centers to put in miners. So it's you're competing against the big boys now, and so it's either you got to play big or you're really not going to do it. It, it turns you, it more as like big? a hobby. What are you talking about? A hundred thousand, 10,000, no, 50, millions, 000? millions, millions. Big time. Yeah. Big. It, yes. Big Capital stuff. B I G. <laughs> exactly. And so, I mean, if you look at KNC minor, I mean, they're building a data center that's right beside Facebook's data center. That's <laughs> going to be almost the same equivalent of power consumption. I mean, megawatts of power. Wow. And, you know, you have like cloud hashing that has, you know, two or three peta hashes online. I mean, it's two or 3000 tera hashes. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at, you know, here we have in town, uh, Cointerra, you know, they sell 1.7 terahash units for about $5,000. I mean, you've got to buy a bunch of those to get close to, you know, one petahash. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, there's a large capital expenditure to go into that. But the great thing about uh, script mining is there's so many alternatives. There's so many different coins that actually have a good network effect already coming out mm-hmm. in the in that world where in the SHA-256 mining aspect, I mean, you've got Bitcoin and Bitcoin. I mean, there are a few others in there, but, you know, it's mainly just Bitcoin. Where with the script, you've got, you know, Litecoin, you've got, you know, Dogecoin. And, I mean, again, the list could go on and on. Yeah, and, and it so, does. And so, you know, if one, you know, gets really popular and difficult to get up, you just shift over to another one and then go to an open market like Cripsy and trade them back. And, okay. and then you can get into the coin you want by mining another coin. And it just, you know, it depends on what you want to do. It's a fun game if you like to play it, but, you know, it, again, it's if you want to play it, go for it. If not, you don't have to. Is there a particular coin that you're mining right now in the script world? And also tell me about these multi-pools or switch pools, as they're called. 
Yeah, uh, I participate in some of the switch pulls just because it show it. They uh, kind of do a lot of the uh, the heavy lifting for you instead of you having to look at you know what coins are trading best back to Bitcoin or Litecoin. They kind of do all that work for you and charge you know a small fee. I mean, most of the time you see a a multi pull uh, charging you know between two and three percent. I mean, some are a little closer to four percent, but you know that's not a big deal whenever you're not having to do a lot of the legwork. Yeah. And what it essentially does is it goes out and finds the coin that has the best trading price from that coin to Bitcoin. And so it will mine that coin as long as the trading price or the uh, the trading capability is good and, mm-hmm. is, and then trade it directly into Bitcoin. And so the miners essentially paid out in Bitcoin, nice. but you're mining a, some other script coin. And it'll once that script coin loses its profitability and one goes above it, essentially the pool shifts its processing power over to that next coin. And so you're constantly mining something that has high profitability to trade to Bitcoin. And so it starts kind of moving out of the way of having to worry about difficulty. Now, of course, difficulty overall is going to go up because more and more people are participating. However, it's not going to be that dramatic rise as we're seeing with Bitcoin, which is almost an exponential growth on how many more people are participating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that seems like a really important factor that differentiates the script mining from the Bitcoin is the difficulty is less important. There's going to be less of a diminishing return it would seem. So what do you say to the critics that say these multi-pools are coming in and jacking up the difficulty on some of these coins and then bailing out to the next one, leaving the tried and true supporters of those coins in the dust? What do you say to that critique? Well, you know, I definitely see, you know, that is an important thing. I mean, we'd hate to, you know, have one coin that actually has a good community participating in it and some large pool come in and, you know, totally eviscerate the, <laughs> the, the difficulty and take it to levels that make it where even the community doesn't want to participate any longer. And we'd hate to see that. But it also, it comes, I mean, the other side of it, it's also it's bringing computational power into those coins to strengthen them. Now, the coin, uh, the people that actually, you know, program the coins or, you know, wrote the code for it, they can, they can actually go through and change the way, you know, a miner participates. And so I think that that's really what it's going to come down to is the coins themselves are going to essentially have to reconfigure the way that they accept mining and we'll see a kind of a compromise. I don't think you're going to see the end of multi-pools. I don't see that that is going to be, a, uh, you know, something that's just all of a sudden going to go away. But uh, I definitely see ways of uh, the coin producers or the people that are behind those particular coins can change the code to benefit them and lessen that approach. Or, you know, so maybe some multipoles could just say, okay, we're going to work with this basket Mm -hmm. and only go around this basket and sit there and just kind of roam around in that basket. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of different options. And again, leave it to an entrepreneur. We're going to figure out a way to make it where it's amicable for both the participants as well as the coin itself. Because the last thing I think any of us want to see is one of them just go into the dirt. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that just gives bad vibes across the entire community over all cryptocurrencies. And, you know, we're, I really think that all of these things are here to stay and we need to essentially help flourish all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we don't know what's going to be the Bitcoin next year. I mean, yeah. it, it could be Bitcoin, which you know has the largest network participation. But, you know, it could be a script coin with all these other miners coming out. Mm-hmm. If more people participate, it's going to be the one that everybody goes to. Yeah, yeah we talked about on the first End of the Mines uh, Dogecoin had a fork that essentially reconfigured the difficulty more often to alleviate some of the problems that may come with the multi-pool throwing a lot of uh, mining power behind it and then leaving the community to to deal with the difficulty so now i think it reconfigures like every day to overcome that so that's that's pretty exciting 
what are some of the things you see coming around on the horizon? There's a a lot of people uh, uh, have it like an arms race. They they equate the Bitcoin mining world to an arms race, much like the Cold War. Uh, what's some of the stuff that you see coming up around the corner, some stuff to look out for? Uh, well, you're definitely going to see some very powerful script ASICs coming out uh, uh, this summer and into the fall. Uh, I know, you know one of the big players that you know, produced a lot of the larger uh, Bitcoin miners, KNC out of Sweden, They've got uh, a few script miners that you know are very impressive with their numbers, and mm-hmm. I like that. I like that company because they typically, you know, under promise and over deliver, which is definitely a way a business should operate. And so when they say that they have that, you know specific capability, I, I believe them, and I definitely know that those types of things are going to strengthen all the other alt currencies. And so. We'll have, just as Bitcoin, you can kind of equate that as gold, you know, Litecoin or one very similar to it, maybe like silver. And then you'll have another one that'll be similar to copper. And then we'll have those types of, you know, commodities, essentially. Mm. Nice. Excellent. What are some resources that you look at to get info and tips and advice uh, when it comes to mining? I know you mentioned Bitcoin Talk earlier. What are some resources that you check constantly? Uh, BitcoinTalk.org's got a lot of good uh, forums, and you know people you know, are on there doing step-by-step instructions. You know you can just do a uh, you know a start page search and find all kinds of other websites that have kind of popped up and you know YouTube videos. I mean, there's a lot of different things, but a lot of it, you know, the script miners, I mean, these are the first ones coming out. So there's not that much software out <laughs> there. And so literally it's uh, you know, just kind of right now kind of trial and error on some things. Uh, so basically, you know, startpage.com is a good way of you know finding out where you need to go and uh, you know what you need to do to get stuff done, but uh, I'm with this uh, we're starting a company, uh, cowboyminers.com and uh, we're going to start essentially reselling some of these script miners. And uh, my priority is to essentially have a really good troubleshooting pages on our site mm. so people can go through, you know, kind of step-by-step instructions on what they need to do to, regardless if they have Windows, a Mac or Linux. You know, or a Raspberry Pi, or you know, whatever you've got, you know, you'll have a, some opportunity of looking into that. But you know, you don't have, definitely don't have to just limit it to our site. You know, there's quite a few different sites out there, and you know, just doing a quick search, you'll find them. Awesome. Let's do a quick uh, lightning round. I'm going to name some mining uh, manufacturing companies and maybe some specific miners. And if you could just quickly tell me as soon as it pops into your head what your opinion is of those miners, if you think it's a good product, or if you've had any experience with it, just right quick. We'll start with Butterfly Labs. Uh, Butterfly Labs is where I started. Those, I bought the FPGAs from them. Also, have uh, their first, second, and third iteration of ASICs. Uh, it's good hardware. Uh, you know, I've had some up running for you know a year and a half so far, and it's you know been running twenty four seven without any problems. So definitely good hardware. Uh, you know, I may say that they maybe didn't do the best job on trying to communicate to their clientele as well as the community when and how they're able to get products in and out. But, uh, you know, all in all, I think that, you know, they definitely have good equipment. Um, so, I don't know, it's, it's kind of up to the, the user on that. Because I did, you know, order some ASICs, and I had to wait almost a year to get them. <laughs> that's, and, uh, that's no good. It, you know, if, if I could go back, I probably wouldn't have done that. But, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. What about Avalon? Are they still doing miners? Yeah, Avalon's still, I believe, still doing miners. I know a lot of people are buying their chips. And, uh, and so, you know, I definitely know that they're still producing things. I don't think... You know, in terms of retail boxes, I think there's a lot of competitors out there that are just essentially priced them out. Uh, I do know that they're doing bulk chip sales, uh, so that's why you're starting to see more processing power come on than actually, you know, units being sold in mm. terms of like 
you know, other manufacturers. So uh, they're still there, but they're not as big as they were when they first came out with their first AC. What about Bitmain? Bitmain's got a lot of uh, good options. Uh, I like their Ant Miner. It's you know it's a good price point, uh, but you know again you've got limited processing power, so you definitely you know, want to uh, you know check the difficulty and you know see if that's going to be a good option. Not just now, but two weeks from now, four <laughs> weeks from now, six weeks from now. Those are going to be the real things where the calculations you're going to have to think of because if you're going to drop money on it. You know, you definitely want to make sure that it's going to at least return what you put into it. Unless your you know primary goal is just to have this as a hobby. If it's a hobby, then you're really not looking at profit. Okay. But what uh, about they have a one terahash machine that you know does it like at 800 watts, which I think is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Cool. And they're a sponsor of the program, of course. Check out BitmainTech.com. What about CoinTerra? <laughs> CoinTerra is right here in Austin, Texas. Uh, you know, I really like their products. Uh, their uh, services uh, really good. Uh, you know, I've had to communicate with their uh, their um, their customer supports and you know they're definitely on the ball on answering questions and you know getting things out you know the the people that you know were behind that or have been in the the chip manufacturing game so you know they kind of had their hands already in this so it, it's you know, definitely a good thing and I like it it's here in Texas too you know it's like supporting local businesses it's always a good option uh, you know their first uh, units that have come out uh, they didn't hit their two terahash mark that they originally wanted to go with or what they advertised before uh, during the pre-sales which you know it's it's a brand new prototype product so you know i I understand that it may not get to exactly where they want to go and i definitely know they're doing uh, a lot of work on uh, changing the uh, board because it had some power issues uh with i believe it think the may or the might be the june batch that's going to get the new board that'll actually be over two terahashes but you know, I have a few of their uh, products. Uh, it's they've been working uh, good so far. Okay, and uh, finally, in the Bitcoin world, KNC. What's your opinion of them? You already talked about them before. Yeah, KNC. I, th- I probably think is one of my favorite companies, just because one, they underpromise, overdeliver. Uh, I like any company that does that. Uh, so you know, they usually go with a very conservative estimate on what it's going to be able to produce and how much power it's going to use, and then when the box actually gets out, it's produces it's you know has higher processing capability and a lower power consumption and that's happened nice. on a few different options they've done with the bitcoin world and now you know they're about to come out with their their titan script asic and i'm i'm going to pretty much going to have to say that it's more than likely going to hit those numbers they're claiming or mm-hmm. probably be above yeah they and keep so, increasing it seems like every other week and so you know uh you know those that group out of sweden i think they've they've got a good deal going and again they've been in the chip manufacturing uh world for quite a while i think uh their parent company has been doing it for a little over 30 years so they okay. definitely have wow. the uh the knowledge to do it nice all right and on the script world what's your opinion on the grid seed products you, you've used this far so far, I've uh, been very impressed with them because I was about to throw a lot of money down on some video cards just because I wanted to get into the script world just because of how competitive the Bitcoin world has been getting. And, you know, luckily I found these because, you know, you look at a video card, it uses uh, you know, 300 watts plus. And then these little script ASICs, you know, the little dudes get 7 watts. Uh, the blades do 100 watts. And it's just... It's no brainer when it comes down to what you want to get. Now, of course, you know the items like like KNC Titan I just mentioned previously. You know it will definitely have better power efficiencies and have a more processing power. But that's a ten thousand dollar entry point. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, a lot of people can't really you know ten k is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, you know, these blades, you know, you're looking at $1,500. I mean, most most people could probably swing that or, you know, maybe get a few of them. But, mm-hmm. you know, you can buy as what your budget allows. Or, you know, if you want to get the little guys, I mean, they come in at about $250. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's enough to, you know, get more people to participate, which is what this whole system needs is yeah. more people participating. Decentralize it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Are there any other script ASICs that you've been monitoring? There are a few others. Um, unfortunately, I can't talk about... Uh, uh, a few that are going to be coming out in the next, I would say, in the next 30, 45 days because uh, we're still kind of finalizing contracts with the, with the suppliers. But definitely some good stuff coming. Definitely some good stuff coming. So if you're so, wanting to get into the mining world and you felt like you've missed the wagon on uh, or missed the train with Bitcoin, you know, script's the next thing. And then, you know, we also have other things like, you know, made safe with the safe coin. You know, mm-hmm. that's a whole different protocol that's a... Um, proof of resource, which you just supply, you know, computational power along with storage capacity on your home personal computer, and you get paid with the token of called Safecoin. Nice. And so there's a lot of different options coming down the road, and I'm very excited about the new, the what this technology is going to do over the next 12 months. Cool. Before we let you go, you're a jack of all trades in the Bitcoin world. You're not just into mining. You also deal with uh, merchant services and some other stuff. Uh, tell us about some of the other projects you're working on, and give the listeners some websites so they can check out your stuff. Sure, we're. Uh, I've got. I run the company. We've got the website AustinBitcoin.com. Uh, we're a merchant services uh, consulting company. Uh, we've partnered in with BitPay, which is the largest payment processor for Bitcoin. And what we're able to do is uh, you know, assist merchants to be able to find out what this new cryptocurrency Bitcoin is, how to accept it, and have it instantly converted into dollars, and have those dollars deposited into your bank account. And of course, it's not limited to dollars. So anybody listening outside the states, I mean, we can convert. Uh, I think right now it's twenty six different cur- uh, currencies. Wow! So there's a lot of opportunity, and plus, you know, you'll be able to accept funds from people from all over the world. So if you're selling like a, a digital download, you could have somebody in Africa or somebody in the middle of Asia or you know down in Australia, you know, be able to use. Bitcoin pay for your digital download, and you don't need to, uh, you know, obtain their information. You don't have to. Maybe this credit card's stolen, or maybe it's you know going to commit fraud or have a chargeback. You don't have to worry about all those things, and that's what our services that are able to do is allow the merchant to lower their risk and increase their uh, customer footprint. So it's you know it's kind of a win-win on both sides. But they can definitely find out more information at AustinBitcoin.com and just use our contact page if uh, you have questions or you want to get signed up. Excellent. Well, thanks for chatting with us, Stephen. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Anytime. Well, there you have it. This has been Sovereign BTC number 13. It's called All About Mining. I want to thank our sponsors just one more time. The first one is a Bitmain Tech, bitmaintech.com. They are a mining manufacturer. They're the guys that bring you the Antminer S1 and now the Antminer S2. They have the Antminer S1 available again on the website. They just reduced the price. It's going for like 0.6 Bitcoin, a little over 0.6 Bitcoin. Which, man, that's a steal. We're talking less than $300, 180 giga hash, 360 watts, great machine. They have a toll-free number now that you could call. You can hit them up at 1-844-BITMAIN. That's 1-844-BITMAIN. Let me give you the actual digits for that. It's one 844 Two four eight six two four six. Give them a call if you have any questions or if you want to place an order. And I want to thank ASICMiners.com. They haven't launched yet, but you can check out the website and you can sign up for their email list at ASICMiners.com. It's going to be your one-stop shop for everything ASIC mining related in both the Bitcoin and the script world. So check them out. There's going to be a forum, all sorts of opportunity for you to participate. They're hoping to grow a strong community of miners united, sharing information, sharing knowledge. I'm really excited to be a part of that movement. Again, that's 
that's asicminers.com. Thank you so much for the support of the Sovereign BTC program. Well, there you have it, folks. This was our 13th show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was informative and entertaining. I want to remind you, as I always do at the end of every program, use Bitcoin, live free, and prosper.